0: humans. It's Robin here and today I'm going to be doing a solo podcast. So this is our first show as the Rising Rebel podcast and this week Shelby's got her computer in the shop and we've just had so much stuff going on. Uh, We've had in-person meetings this week. We've had a lot of multitasking and bringing our daughters along with us and so it's been it's been fun but it's also been so challenging we just finished up a photo shoot where I was trying to multitask as the photographer as you know mom and it was just a little bit challenging and so it's just funny sometimes when we have these moments where it just seems so crazy and wild but then we're also having fun while we're doing it so it's been a busy but fun week so Today, you just got me, and Shelby and I have been talking a lot this week about circumstantial power versus personal power. So I figured that's what I'd focus on today. So one thing that I've noticed is that people don't always wanna see you shine. They think that somewhere along the line, essentially we've bought into the belief, and a lot of us do this, that if someone else is shining brightly, somehow, this dims our light. And I think logically, we know this isn't true. That's not the case. It doesn't some even like, you know, if someone's outside enjoying the sunshine, does it take away from your enjoyment of it? No, it doesn't. But I think with people, you know, doing something they love or, you know, being really confident, when we look at that, we judge it because we don't necessarily feel that way ourselves and i've been there too and so i think especially with social media we do this a lot we judge or maybe we think people are only celebrating or you know showing up really confidently let's say on their social media simply for external validation, because maybe that's what we've done in the past, or maybe we've been there and done that before. And so I know for myself, I've been in those patterns before of, you know, seeking that validation and then judging people who maybe have something that I envy or that I like aspire to be like. And so... I think with social media too, a lot of people use it for validation and it really stems from that core belief of not feeling enough. And so if that's what we do sometimes, like if we post on social media only to get external validations and we're hyper-focused on how many likes we get or if people comment, then we assume that everyone else is doing the same and when we step out of that like when we start to really get to know ourselves and we start to do things just because we want to do them it feels aligned for us or because we truly are celebrating something awesome that happened in our life we are being judged by others who are seeing it through the lens of maybe where we used to be and so this is where personal power comes in so nothing will ever be as strong as your own validation, your own inner knowingness of enoughness, like feeling like you are enough and you are worthy. And I mean, it's, yeah, sure. It sounds simple to say, but it's not simple to get to a place where you actually feel like you are enough and you are worthy takes a lot of inner work for most people, for people who have experienced, you know, different things in their lives. And I think especially, you know, with all the societal norms with social media, that's almost harder because we see, you know, the clips of people's lives that are just the highlight reel, right? It's not real life. And then we're comparing our real life to someone else's highlight reel. And then that feeling of not being enough comes in. And so I just want to say that again, nothing will ever be as strong as our own validation. So have you ever... I'll just use social media for an example because that's what we've been talking about. But have you ever posted something and never checked back to see if you got any likes or comments or anything like that? Then you know what's coming from a really true place. If you're just like having the best time and you just want to share that and you're not seeking that external validation. So this personal power and your personal power, it comes from you and you alone. And that really is the goal. Like that is the key to the inner work. So a lot of people talk about the inner work It's really those unpacking those limiting beliefs, unpacking all those thoughts and beliefs that you've built and that you've believed about yourself for years. and it is informed by our own experiences of life but a lot of times those things that we believe now are based on something from 10 20 30 years ago that we logically no longer believe and so if you want to take your personal power back start doing that inner work like who are you if nobody else is around like how do you feel just being with yourself have you ever you know maybe you heard some news, you got some good news, or you just had an awesome day or something happened. You had this really fun experience. Have you ever been so excited for something just for yourself? And then when you share it with someone, you're expecting them to be excited for you too. And then if that person that you share it with doesn't feel the same way, you instantly feel deflated. You instantly don't feel those feelings that you felt when you were just by yourself that there is an example of giving away your personal power. What's changed? Like someone's opinion of it or someone's opinion of you won't change the way you feel if you have really strong personal power. If you are confident in it yourself and when you share it with someone you're sharing it simply to share it and not for that external validation then their reaction won't have that magnitude of impact to be able to just instantly like deflate you or take that away from you so we've been talking shelby and i this week about how a lot of us and like we've been there too we spend way more time thinking and worrying about everybody else's feelings of us and judgments of us that we don't spend enough time just being grounded in our own feelings of who we are who are we and so developing that super solid sense of self changes the game it really does change everything and that's when we really stand in our own power and i mean there are times for example like if you're in a job interview nobody else can go do that for you you have to there are times where you will be standing on your own you'll need to be standing in your own power and if we haven't done any of that inner work then as soon as we're in situations where it's just us or we have to just show up for ourselves we wonder where our personal power is but why do we wonder when the whole time we're giving it away to everybody else just seeking that external validation? Like getting to that place where you're confident enough in who you are that it doesn't really matter what the opinions of other people are. And I think it kind of relates back we talk a lot about fear and yes there's fear of rejection, there's fear of judgment, but are you going to let that change your decision? Or are you going to face that and walk through it anyways? So, you know, when obstacles come back, is that going to completely sway what you had already set in your mind? Or does someone's opinion of you or, you know, of a situation completely sway and change your trajectory? Or are you sure enough in yourself that you're able to move forward anyways, despite judgment like despite fear despite you know the possibility of rejection so circumstantial power is feeling great feeling secure feeling happy like feeling lit up because of something so circumstantial is because of something maybe it's something you received, received like a circumstance you're in maybe it's because of a job because of a you know a title because of a compliment or some type of external validation maybe it's because of a gift or a trip or you know getting a bunch of likes on social media whatever but when the circumstances change that power goes away with it and so that's how you know the difference between circumstantial power and personal power personal power is who you are no matter what like if if today for example you went bankrupt or today you lost everything is it gonna change who you are as a person is it gonna change your values and your core beliefs is it gonna change how you treat people is it gonna change whether you're kind to people or you know just how you show up in the world and so one example that i see this a lot and I mean, I've fell into this trap myself when I was younger too, is the, I'll be happy when, like could be whatever, fill in the blank. I'll be happy when I get that job. I'll be happy when I move. I'll be happy when I lose weight. I'll be happy when I have more money. It can be whatever, but people do this all the time. I'll be happy when, and it's based on, I'll be happy when my circumstance changes or I'll be happy when you know something happens and that is circumstantial power so why do we do that we waste so much of our time saying i'll be happy when or i'll do this when or you know i'll feel this way that i want to feel when why wait like we are not guaranteed even an extra day like we do not know how long we have here so why do we base it on circumstances changing so and it's kind of a catch-22 because when you say you'll be happy when a circumstance happens, well, nothing is permanent. So when that changes again, you're going to be back in the same boat. Rather than just making a choice that this is how I'm going to show up today. I'm going to start feeling this way now. Like we even talk about this in manifestation. If you want to attract something, if you want to magnetize something into your life, start feeling that emotion now. Close your eyes, get deep into visualization and feel that feeling that you think having that thing is going to give you now. And so that I'll be happy when is something I bet most of you have heard before you have heard someone say it or maybe you've said it yourself but that we do not need to wait for circumstances to change to be happy like that's an inner game that's in our head that we get to choose how we show up we get to choose to see whether or not we have beautiful gifts in our life whether we're lucky like you know our podcast on lucky girl syndrome Magic exists wherever you're willing to look for it. We've said that many times before. And what we mean by that is people that we think are lucky or have these blessed lives. It's because they see the beautiful things in their lives and it amplifies it. It brings more good. You're go- you're going to attract more of what you focus on. So if you focus on all the beautiful things in your life, even those small moments, like if you have kids, I'm sure it's not the big moments you know it's not the huge accomplishments that make you the happiest or the most proud or like feeling the best when you're spending time with them it's those small moments it's when they hug you or tell you cute things or you know just want you to be there they just want your presence it's those little things and so in our own lives can we find that can we find beautiful things about every day and so that's where personal power comes from just making the choice of how you're gonna show up today and if you make a mistake that's okay you get to choose again but that's where personal power comes it's it's personal power is within it's everything inside of you it's like what lives inside of you regardless of what you have what job you have what title you have how much money you have it's exclusive of your circumstances Of external validation it comes from that inner work so when we say inner work it's like unpacking all of those limiting beliefs unpacking all of those things that you might tell yourself that really aren't true anything that kind of holds you back or um, maybe situations that have kind of you feel have shattered your confidence or changed who you are and you don't like that version of you that's the inner work and so the knowingness that you are worthy like we were all born worthy and nothing's changed like if you've ever held a baby or if you're a parent and you've had a kid like you just look at that tiny little baby they haven't done anything it doesn't matter what they have like you just know how amazing and worthy they are just the way they are so why does that change so that knowingness of being worthy being enough just as you are That's the confidence in yourself that is there regardless of the circumstances. It's there regardless whether you get likes on social media or validation from someone else or, you know, like I said, if you share your excitement with someone and they don't feel the same way, it's still going to be there. You're not going to let that completely shift how you feel about yourself and that experience. And so... It's also where conscious choice comes from. And so conscious choice really is just choosing to live your life from a place of alignment, like things that feel right to you, things that make you feel good, things that are aligned with the values that you've chosen for yourself. And so when you do some of that work and you figure out who it is that you wanna be, like who's that future version of yourself, Start acting that way now. Start doing those things now. Start feeling those feelings now. But the conscious choice comes in, in that every day we get the choice, how we show up, how we act, how we treat other people. Like if we're working towards goals and whether or not we're going to give ourselves grace if we make a mistake to try again. And so it's not, personal power is how you show up not only in the best of times when all the circumstances are great, but in those challenging times, like who are you in those times that are less than ideal? Or maybe those really awful times, like your lowest lows, who are you? And I find from my own experience, whenever I've had the most dark, deep challenges is when I see the most transformation in myself. And I know that sometimes during those experiences, you can feel alone. And I wonder if that's possibly where some of it comes from. If you're feeling alone, you're not sharing it necessarily. And so it is an internal process for you. It's what you really think. And then I find with some of the the really kind of really hard times and those really challenging times, maybe even things that you're ashamed of, you don't share it with people until you're on the other side. And so it lets you get really clear on your own thoughts with it, on your own feelings with it. And it just either it can push people to, you know, maybe even a worse place or rock bottom, or it can give you that motivation you need to change To do something differently, like that conscious choice of what you're going to do with it, like not everything is, you know, rainbows and butterflies and roses. So when it's not like that, when the circumstances are not ideal, what do you do and I mean, Shelby and I both have spent a lot of time digging into, you know, self-development, whether that's like mentorships or coaching or whatever, and reading books, listening to podcasts. And it's really not about these other people or somebody else being or knowing more than you. They're not better than you. It's about saving time. So it's about leaping, learning lessons. It's about remembering yourself. So a lot of times we're attracted to, you know, maybe people or stories or books of people who have gone through similar challenges that we're facing. And so whenever I've gone through really challenging times, that's when I spend a lot of time just in self-reflection, in reading books, in trying to find examples of people who have been through similar things and have risen up anyways and so if someone can help you save time by sharing what's worked for them rather than having to spend you know decades or like however many years digging into this all yourself if If you can do that, if you can find, you know, people or examples that are really aligned with what you're going through, or maybe where you want to go, it changes your speed of integration. So I don't know how many times I've heard certain things, like maybe, and especially I find a lot of times, like I'll read it in a book, but then if I hear it, in let's say a podcast or I hear it on a show or something like that or i hear it in a workshop and someone just says it in a certain way using like for example like plain language or straight talk that just speaks to me it finally lands it doesn't mean that's the only time i'm hearing it and maybe sometimes we do have to hear things multiple times in order to finally be receptive to it but i think that's what the benefit in you know, finding those people, finding resources of experiences of what other people have been through. The goal isn't to, you know, get through life as fast as you can. Like, if anything, we want to slow it down a lot of times. But so that's not the goal. The goal is basically just not to waste years on something and going through a challenge that would have changed your life if you knew it sooner. And so that's why I've been so personally drawn to, you know, absorbing as much information as I can and learning from many, many different, you know, amazing people and teachers and mentors and coaches. But really, it's about getting back to that personal power, getting to that place where you feel confident enough in yourself and your choices that it's unwavering it doesn't matter whether that external validation comes with it or not and if it does excellent icing on the cake but you're not in a place where you need that to feel enough and so I don't know I I just love digging into all that and I found too, there's been times in my life where I would just absorb as much knowledge as I could and, you know, read all the books or, you know, feel like I need to do more, learn more, you know, like take more courses. And that in itself is kind of a a warning sign for me now I'm aware of it that, well, you're not integrating. So are you just like speeding through the book? And I would do this, like certain authors that I love, like I've talked about Joe Dispenza before, or even like Gabby Bernstein, they'd have exercises in the book, like at the end of a chapter. And I just be like, eh, no, on to the next, I'll come back to it and not actually do the integration. And so that piece is so key as well and so sometimes you just find people that give examples of how they've done something or little hacks or tips of how they've integrated that just really changed the game for you and so that's what we've been trying to share a little bit more on our social media as well is just those actual tangible tips things that have changed the game for us and things that you know we had heard a million times before but then only started doing it and then once we started doing it it really changed things and so I'll just end with one little story so I I was shopping a couple weeks ago, I was in a mall and I was in the washroom and I was washing my hands and this mom was washing her hands beside me and a daughter, maybe she's like eight years old or something like that. And the mom finishes washing her hands and she puts her hands under the paper towel dispenser, which is, you know, one of those automated sensor ones and the paper towel doesn't come out. And then the daughter goes to do it. And doesn't actually do it. And the mom says, Well, if I can't do it, you can't do it. And they walk out of there with wet hands. And it made me stop in my tracks for a moment because of a couple of reasons. One, I just, that's not the message that I want my daughters growing up with in a world that, Oh, if someone else can't do it, you can't do it. Or like that is not a message I would say to my own daughters. But I think we say this type of stuff sometimes unconsciously but it got me thinking that yeah sometimes people do have a belief well if i can't do it you can't do it or if so and so couldn't do it then i can't do it but that's really not at all what i believe anymore and really what both shelby and i have been embodying is that if she can do it we can do it if her or if them why not me and if it's possible for them, it's possible for me. And so I, I was reflecting when I was driving home on that situation, well, if I can't do it, you can't do it. Because in that situation, it was simply a sensor. I'm sure you guys have been in a bathroom before where you see someone get a piece of pe- paper towel, it works perfectly for them, and then you have to do it and you somehow have to <laughs> wave your hands around some fancy way and finally get the paper towel out. It just doesn't work the first time for you. Like, are you gonna walk out with wet hands or wipe your hands on your pants? Or are you gonna try again and in that situation it's not like it required adult strength to do it it was just maybe the mom wasn't waving her hand in a spot maybe it was really broken but why not just let her daughter try and if it doesn't work for her then she can determine on her own that it didn't work for her and so this really made me think because i heard this example recently about the invention of the light bulb and thomas edison so I think there's a lot of debate actually on how many times like there's some quotes that say it was a thousand. Some say it was nearly three thousand times. But if he hadn't kept trying, we wouldn't have had light bulbs when we had light bulbs like and it's the same thing, like all sorts of, you know, milestones or world records that once they're set, then they're often broken after that. Or, you know, the the quote that I had read about Thomas Edison was a reporter asking him, how did it feel to fail a thousand times or however many times it was? And his response was, I didn't fail a thousand times. The light bulb was an invention with a thousand steps. And so when I asked myself on the way home, like, do I really believe that if someone else fails at something that I should never try that thing? I really don't believe that. I really do believe that we can find evidence of anything. We can find evidence of what's possible. We can find evidence that like, you know, the sky isn't even the limit for us. Or we can find evidence that things won't work out. It didn't work out for so-and-so or these other people have tried it. But you know what? Those other people weren't you. They every one of us is unique every one of us has our own way of approaching things and so I like to live in the belief that if you see someone do it then that's evidence that you could do it too and so where in your life are you buying into that belief that if someone else can't do it you can't do it or like you know that paper towel example like mom saying well if I can't do it you can't do it like have we Heard this before like how many times have we heard that and I can't even remember now but it made me reflect like I wonder like is that a message I heard growing up or not and like I don't even know the answer to it and probably it was a mix probably there was some people saying that and then some people saying like if if anyone can do it you can do it or the world's your oyster whatever right And so it was just an interesting point of reflection for me. And so I thought I'd like to share that story to just reflect for yourself. Like, do you believe that evidence of people doing things means that you can do it too? Or do you more so find evidence of people not being able to do what you want and showing you that uh, I might as well not even try? So... Let's let's buy into the belief that if anyone else can do it, we can do it too. And like get in that personal power. If you really are confident in yourself, then really the sky is the limit. And you can do anything that you set your mind to. And I've found even just in the last year that changing for me, like letting go of some of those limitations. And for me, where I found a lot of those limitations were from was The fear of judgment. Really, when I boiled it down, it was worthiness beliefs and fear of judgment. And so, I don't know, maybe me sharing a little bit of my story helps somebody else who's feeling something similar, but. Anyways, we're so excited for you guys to be on this journey with us. We have a lot of things going on. As I said, we're really busy, but we're really busy with really amazing things and offerings that are gonna be coming soon and just lots of really magical stuff that we've been working on. So thanks for sticking with us and we are trying to expand our podcast reach too. So if you like the podcast, please subscribe so that it automatically just shows up for you every week. And please, please leave a review. Let us honestly know what you think about it, whether it's good, whether it's bad, if whether it's a suggestion of something you want to hear. We want to hear it. Have a great week.